In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Crowd surfing. Don't know what crowd surfing is? Is that a thing that is known? You know, when you imagine a big crowd, like at a concert or a big party, and then some fool jumps on top of the people and they sort of move the body across the top of the crowd, yes? I've always wanted to do that. (laughs) And have you ever done that? No, I kind of expecting, oh, I see head nodding, yes, confession time. Crowd surfing is what popped into my head as I was preparing this sermon today. As I read this story of Bartimaeus, I could not get this image of crowd surfing out of my head, which might seem a little odd, given that today's gospel lesson is about a miracle healing, a blind man who now can see. And yes, when we see miracles in scriptures, we can celebrate those miracles, of course. But to me, the most compelling part of today's lesson is actually not the moment when Bartimaeus can see again, but actually the shift, the pivot that happens with the crowd that has been following Jesus. So let's set the scene here. Jesus has been drawing a crowd and this crowd of people has been trying to jockey for positions and get closer to this teacher, this miracle worker, this man who is doing amazing things. And in fact, Just before this story, perhaps even on the same walk, we have the moment when James and John literally ask to be the most important people to Jesus, ask to be at his right and left. James and John, in a sense, kind of articulate what I imagine the crowd is wanting as well, pushing and shoving and trying to be closest to Jesus as they walk down the road, trying to hear exactly what he says, maybe even trying to touch him or get him to bless them. And into this scene, with this crowd pushing and shoving and trying to be close to Jesus, a blind beggar on the side of the road yells out. And what does this crowd do? Immediately shushes him, shuts him up, tells him to be quiet. Why? Because they're busy. They're working hard. They're trying to get Jesus' attention. This blind beggar on the side of the road needs to not interfere with the stuff they are trying to do. But what does Jesus say? Jesus hears him. Jesus hears Bartimaeus, and Jesus says, hey, bring him here. And then the crowd flips 180 degrees, because all of a sudden Jesus wants a thing, and so they want the thing that Jesus wants. And so they start to encourage him. Take heart, they say. The teacher wants you. Come, come, come closer to Jesus. And in my heart of hearts, I really hope that they had lifted Bartimaeus up and like surfed him right over to Jesus, but that is not biblical, so don't worry about that. At that moment, the crowd shifts because Jesus shifts. This crowd that was following Jesus, they weren't doing a bad thing. They were trying to get more of what Jesus was offering, but they still were not quite attending to the world and seeing things the same way that Jesus wanted them to see them until Jesus pointed in a direction and they pivoted and they began to see for just a moment the way Jesus wished them to see. I sympathize with the crowd. I understand what it's like to get distracted doing what you think might be the good thing, trying to do the right thing and still sort of missing the point. It is easy, easy to ignore people that we come across in our lives that are a bit 
unexpected or inconvenient or, dare I say, undesirable. It is easy for us to be going about our lives and simply ignore people that we come across because they don't quite fit with the way we wish our lives to be. As I think about that kind of idea, I immediately go to the way that I feel and have felt about seeing people at traffic intersections holding up cardboard signs, asking for money, asking for help, asking for a job. I am ashamed to say that I often try and like not get into the farthest turn lane, or I don't try to make eye contact, or I try to look busy in my car so that they don't knock on the window. Because although I wish to help, handing cash out a window is not the way I wish to help. That is not quite the best way that I wish to help. And yet, something good could happen in that moment. And it took me back years and years ago to a Sunday when I had spent the morning preparing and serving a meal to homeless neighbors. And I had a great experience. And it was always a good experience to do that kind of thing. But that particular day, it just felt so good had great conversations. The people there receiving the breakfast were so kind. And later on that afternoon, I came to an intersection and there on the side of the road was a young man holding a sign asking for help. And all I can tell you is that I just felt the tug of the spirit and I rolled my window down and I said, hey, how can I help you? And he said, I need formula and diapers. Can you give me money? And I said, well, I don't have any cash on me, but I'd be happy to take you somewhere to buy formula and diapers. And he said, okay. And he ran around the car to my passenger side door. And I thought, oh, well, I said it, I'm in it. And so come on in, strange man. And so hops in the car, we go just a couple minutes around the corner to a Walmart. I walk him in, buy him some diapers. And y'all, do you know how expensive formula is? Because I have not, I mean, that was not a thing we bought. And so I looked at that and I said, whoa, how about two of the big cans? And he burst into tears. And he kept saying, thank you and thank you. And I said, was well, there something else I can do for you? And he said, no, no, this is enough. And he said, I really appreciate all this stuff, but I just appreciate that you saw me that you talked to me, that you sort of treated me well. And you see, in that moment, I had only done a good thing because I had been at church that morning. I had been at church and I had been influenced by my church to be prepared to be open to the Spirit in that very unusual way. Now, I want to say... I'm not encouraging you all to go out and pick up strangers on the road. Do not hear me say that. But there are moments when we can be open to seeing differently. There are moments when we can, because of the connection that we have right here in this community, be influenced in a way that allows us to see the world differently. I mean, honestly. I was, in a sense, like Bartimaeus, blinded to the way in which I was ignoring these people. And because of my church, I could see better than I could before. We, when we come together, can be carried away, can be buoyed up 
by the love that we share, can be influenced and changed by one another in very, very important ways. Now, I want us here to be the kind of people that carry each other. I want us to be vulnerable enough to be carried by those of us here in this faith community. But it only happens when we show up, when we show up for each other. And that only happens when we care enough to actually prioritize showing up. And that only happens when we care enough to show up because we have given enough to this community and invested ourselves in this community enough to actually care. And I'm going to back that up. It's only when we give enough that we begin to care. And it's only when we care that we prioritize showing up. And it's only when we show up that we can open ourselves up to be influenced by one another, to be influenced by the love of God. And it's only when we allow ourselves to be influenced that we can be transformed and we can change and we can grow closer to the kind of people God wants us to be, made us to be. And if I have buried the lead too much, this is the ask to give to give enough to care. What we do together here is actually seeking to change our lives, to be transformed by Christ. We have to give enough of our treasure, yes, and our time and our talents. Give enough that we care what happens here, that we care to show up here, so that when we show up here, we get changed by one another, carried by one another that we become for one another the crowd that pivots and brings each other closer to Christ. We have the opportunity all the time, but especially right now, where we can actually give enough to begin to care in ways we may have never cared before. This is our invitation. Our invitation to see differently, to have our eyes opened by the Spirit, to have our time and our talent, and yes, our treasure, activated in a way that can be tools for God's kingdom building right now. Yes, Bartimaeus may have been healed of his blindness, but we too can be healed in a very similar way. Give enough to care. And when you care enough, we will change each other. Amen.